From an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, bass playing boyfriends, unpacking boxes, Ringo's revenge, the Immaculata goes down the shitter, and very special guest, Leo Allen. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Conroy! Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Good evening, welcome to The Long Shot. What a great night, what a handsome announcer we had starting the show. Uh, great to be here. I am Sean Conroy, I am the host of the show. This is The Long Shot. So let me bring to the stage my other long shotters. First, with me tonight, as always, she is snake eyes on the come out roll in the crap game of life. Please give it up for Miss Amber Kenny. Hello, how are we? Thank you for being here, Amber. Thank you. Glad you could make it. <laughs> Amber was very late tonight. I was very late. Um, all right, also with us. Tonight, as always, or as most of the time, <laughs> he is the catapult of hilarity, the trebuchet of mirth-making, the mangonel of joie de vivre, the king of the zinger-flingers, Mr. Jamie Flam! Yeah, let's get crazy! <laughs> Jamie, of course, is already drunk. Of course. And we'll continue to get drunker as the show goes on. Do you have whiskey in there, Jamie? A slight bit, as I tried to talk into it. Drinking, of course, is prohibited here in the lab, except if you're the person in charge of the lab. Speaking of which, I hereby declare that you all have to have the best time you've ever had. <laughs> as I said, Jamie is already drunk. Uh, also with us tonight, as always, the bitter Buddha himself. Please welcome Mr. Eddie Pepitone. Uh, Hi! Oh my God! Hello! Hello, everybody! What was Hi, going Eddie. on there? I was just saying hello, and oh, good. it was real silent. Yeah, no, that's nice. I mean, these guys... These guys are a great crowd. They're not that big of a crowd, but they're very vocal, you know? And that's all you can ask for. Yeah, they're awesome. See, that's perfect. They're awesome. That's a perfect example. Uh, all right. Well, we have not been together for a while. Yeah. How long has it been? I like to know numbers. Like, Two as weeks. I get older. Okay. That's, that's Two cool. weeks it's been. A fortnight. Yes. A lot of times in professional sports, hockey, basketball. Yes. In the off season, they play golf. They go. Yes, please. Keep talking when you come on in. Thank you. Um, they, uh... <laughs> fuck you, too. <laughs> what? Seriously. Uh, the, uh, the, the athletes like to play golf in the off-season. Did you play any golf during the off-season? <laughs> during the two weeks? Yeah. No, you know, I find golf to be a hideous sport. Why? Um, because I feel like... I feel like it's cocksuckers who have a lot of money, mm -hmm. and they, they dress like That's cock a stereotype, but go ahead. Is it a stereotype? Yeah, yeah. Anybody can play golf. Cocksucking golfer. You're drunk. That's not even drunk. I'm kidding. Cocksucker. No. 
No, I what I like when you drink is that you take chances. <laughs> I like, you know, isn't that true? Performers who drink take great chances. Look at Jim Morrison. <laughs> I, w- I was invited to play mini golf today, but I didn't do it. <laughs> Miniature golf is a whole nother set of I assholes. I was busy. <laughs> Anybody who plays anything or does anything is some kind of asshole. Right? I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think the only cool people are just staying home. Are on this stage <laughs> right now. <laughs> staying home. So fuck all of you for coming out. Uh, uh, no, thank Jesus, you for coming Jamie. out. Sorry. No, he was on a Can somebody on a give comment. Jamie a ride home, by the way? <laughs> Is anybody available to do that? I'm actually house-sitting two blocks away. Really? From my friend. Thank you. Um, Why does house-sitting get applause? <laughs> because people love other people's houses. You, I know, love other people's houses. I love other people's houses. Because you get to steal all their clothes. I take a lot of clothes from other people's. Even if they don't fit me, what I'll do is cut them like the Silence of the Lamb guy did and make one crazy quilt. (laughs) I've seen a coat of yours that kind of looks like (laughs) (laughs) Amber can't stop thinking about my new bitter Buddha coat. Uh, All right. Well, let's see what's been going on. Jamie, let's start with you. What has been going on with you for the last couple of weeks since we last met? I've been house-sitting. That must uh, be so convenient. Starting off season five with a bang. Now, is it so a nice... So you just walk to work and stuff, right? I did still drive. Why? Two you're, blocks? You're part of the problem. Why would you drive two blocks away? What kind of carbon footprint fuck are you? <laughs> the worst kind. You carbon six. You carbon footprint fuck. <laughs> That's what I want to start calling people because I've gone vegan and everybody else is eating fucking meat and shit. Fucking assholes. Which is ruining our planet. And I just want to, you carbon, like when they come out of Ralph's meat section. One of, the, one of the things I love about your sort of activities that you do, like going vegan, mm-hmm. is that it isn't about, it isn't really about health or yes, morality. It is. It's about, it's about, yes, about it looking, is. It's about looking down on other people. <laughs> That's part of it. That's a it's great like, side benefit. How can benefit? I feel better about myself no. and make them yes. look like assholes? That is a great side benefit of doing something noble and disciplined. <laughs> noble. Okay. Yeah. What being a vegan is not noble? I of don't course think it so. is. Being vegan, being you have an odd doing, idea of what noble is. I thought Max was giving noble. me the light there. He was just waving his phone. But when you do, I feel like anytime you call yourself noble, that's not noble. It's not that noble. <laughs> I hear you. I, hear I am you. thinking of knighting myself. <laughs> I may go live in a castle. I will be collecting from the serfs. No, I definitely am fatally flawed in that. In that, that really, that really got Amber. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you didn't even have to finish the sentence. She was like. No, I mean, I'm fatally flawed in the sense that whenever I start on anything, like, in a disciplined way, I immediately start thinking other people can suck my dick. Right. You know? No, that's what I mean. That it's I mean, I'm halfway through a yoga class, and I think everybody else should burn in hell. Right. Uh, but anyway, Jamie, so you're house-sitting. <laughs> yep. And, uh... You old son of a bitch, you live a great life. <laughs> this morning, um, at 9 o'clock, I heard the key... Oh boy, Go they're home. The I gotta get their underwear off. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything weird like that, but um, I was like, "Oh, is my friend Jennifer back from her trip?" But um, instead, I hear just a "Hello, Mm-mm. Jennifer, Jennifer," and it's her dad. But it was kind of weird because I'm just her friend in her bed, so I'm sitting and the the door is open. And then where is she? Where is she? 
Who the fuck are you, sir? What'd you do with Jennifer? <laughs> but then, what, what is this guy, a village idiot? <laughs> what did you do with Jennifer? Is that how people talk? Why couldn't it be, what did you do with Jennifer? That good, was good my man. dude voice. Um, but then yeah, he came straight to the room, and then I'm like, hey, it's Jamie Flam. Just the hell sitting. Of the Long Shot Podcast. Of the Long Shot Podcast. Season five, perhaps, starting tonight. Perhaps you're familiar with the Immaculata. I started it, sir. Have you bought a candidate? Um, that's so, the story. That's my checking in. But, but yeah, wait, and then finish the story. It was just awkward as hell. And it's like, oh, okay. Okay. And then he peed. Till turn for us And um, cleaned up something on the floor and then said he was leaving. Wait a minute. Wait. wait a minute. These are great lost, stories. Uh, By the way, what a great story that was. And you tell these kind of stories what a lot. What was on the floor? And why did that come right after and then I peed? He peed. Oh, he peed. Yeah. What a detail that is. That's a beautiful detail. to Just for storytellers out there in the audience and also people who are listening at home. Storytellers and people. Also, oh, I forgot to mention, he also closed the door before he peed. I might have sat down. I don't know. I don't have that kind of hearing. This is all going <laughs> to end up on the cutting room floor in the movie of that incident. Wait, We're wait, not going to see him pee. We're not going to see him but close the door. But he cleaned up something on the bathroom floor? No, the floor of the main room. <laughs> What's the main room? It's a, a one-bedroom apartment in the living room. Uh, oh, that's not a house. I thought you said you were house-sitting. Apartment sitting? Yeah, be more specific. I painted the wrong picture here. Ooh. I castle. <laughs> I, you I know think that's the first time we've ever been booed live <laughs> by somebody. So I castle sat. I it. castle sat once in Scotland. That was very noble of you. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the door open and I was like forty rooms away. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck is it? It was the Loch Ness. It was the king. <laughs> uh oh. The Laird is home. I gotta get his kilt off. Uh, all right. Well, Amber, what's been going on with you now that Jamie has? Scintillated us with his uh, his house sitting Mine story. also involves real estate. Uh, I moved into my new apartment today. Congratulations. Today. Yeah. You moved into your... That's great that that gets an applause break. Oh, that's a big I'll step. I'll take it. That's, that's a big step in a young woman's life, you know? To move into an apartment? Yeah. <laughs> I guess she's, she's um, becoming a, a woman. <laughs> You're a woman now. Uh, you live in Echo Park. Uh, <laughs> so what happened? You moved today? You, you, does did, that mean you got a truck and yeah, you did all that stuff? Rented a U-Haul truck. How many people helped you? Uh, just Jeff. No way. My boyfriend. Oh, Jeff. you don't have much stuff. I don't have much stuff. You didn't have um, to take the refrigerator. I was in a studio apartment. Uh, it was still no chair. No chair. No uh, couch. The the bed was the heaviest thing, like the actual mm. mattress, mm. and that was the first thing we went to move. And there was a moment where we looked at each other, and it was like, if the whole day's this, oh, no. But uh, everything else was smooth sailing after that. You knew that's what you were both thinking without saying anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's nice when you have a relationship at that level where <laughs> things can just be unspoken. Yes. Me and Karen. Hey, um, baby. Hello, <laughs> darling. We just communicate with half a glance at this point. Half a glance. Just one eye? Just one eye. <laughs> and what kinds of things do you say with that one eye? Make me a smoothie. Oof. Can you call the doctor? Things like that. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> That's why I'm looking with one, half an eye. <laughs> Can you remove this eye patch? 
I blink novels with the eye. Clean up whatever that is on the floor. <laughs> In the main room. In the main room. <laughs> But uh, Jim Hegarty, I do want to give a shout out to Jim. I know Hegarty. that name. Where do I know that name? He's a stand-up comedian. He lives. Bingo. He lives above me in my new apartment. He has the bedroom exactly my bedroom, but one floor up. And mm. he happened to be there when we pulled up in the truck, and he helped us unload the truck, and it was Sweet. a lifesaver. <laughs> did you get him some pizza? Echo Park. He did get pizza. Echo Park is hilly. It's hilly. Yeah. You love to point out geographical aspects of things. San Francisco, hilly as well. True that, true that. Um, Guatemala, flat <laughs> as a motherfucker. I don't think that's true. I don't know true. if that's true. I don't think that's true. I don't know if that's also, true. Also, I love how you went from city just to entire country. <laughs> <laughs> Jorge, of course, is from Guatemala. Guatemala Is, is Guatemala flat, Jorge? No. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, my friend. Um, so... So Jim helped you unload the truck. Mm -hmm. That's a big uh, moving is such a pain in the ass. It's it great really to have is. people. Uh, I can't stand moving. You. Do you know the reason I stay in apartments for many years at a time mm -hmm. is because I do not want to move. I hear you. I was there two and a half years. I didn't have a full refrigerator. My shower wasn't hot most of the time. There was oh, a, that would drive me a nuts. A lot of problems, and I was just like, oh, moving sounds difficult. That's why I still live with my parents. 35 because <laughs> I don't want to move. That is funny. I don't want to hold stuff. Funny. Are you still with your folks? Yes. Jamie, drunk, now putting his arm around <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> Touching Eddie. Love you, buddy. Love you. Thanks, <laughs> I buddy. Love you, man. Love you. I, have, I have some little things still to move, and I need to clean out, like, clean, clean the old apartment, but all the big, heavy, horrible stuff is done. It's also amazing when you move and you realize just how much shit you have yeah. in your apartment. Like... You accumulate a lot of stuff over I a couple I threw years. out so much. I spent yeah. a day just throwing out stuff, and it's like, how do I still have things here? Crazy. I think it's good to, to, to shed things. Absolutely. You are starting a new... Just shed. Mm -hmm. Shed. Yeah. Shed. <laughs> you love to talk people through moving. I threw away a lot of pairs shed. of shoes. Shed, my friend, shed. You know what I have a lot of? Just... Emotional baggage. Well, that, that I have a lot of, but I have so many just papers. Yeah. Like, I don't have a lot of material things. Just I just have tons of, like, comedy notes all oh, yeah, strewn. Yeah, yeah. Very well organized. <laughs> yeah. My organ. By the way. Are you going to donate your papers to a museum when you die? Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, I'd like to get in touch with the Failure Museum, please. <laughs> I'm sorry, that went out of business. Oh. <laughs> What's the <laughs> that was a sarcastic that, applause yes, break from that the audience? Was, that, I was going to say the politest applause break. Yeah. <laughs> it I've started slow and then it built because they were like, "Yeah, that kind of sucked, but let's do it." But um, wait, really quick, Eddie. Guess what? I live with a cat now. Yes. <laughs> and I think in a week I'll live with two cats. Sweet. Two weeks after that, four. <laughs> <laughs> what do they do? Next year, <laughs> do they just give birth in the corner? Eddie, seven. We're up to seven cats. No, my new roommate went and adopted a cat. Today. Oh, I forgot you have a new roommate. Mm -hmm. Okay, I thought you were moving in with Jeff, but mm -hmm. no, that, no, no, that no. is. So the cat is not actually yours. No, it's Abby's. So is that weird that oh, you don't God. have like that you're living with a person the that you don't have control over? That's a cat. No, the cat is scared of me, so I haven't seen much of it. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a It'll perfect up to you. situation. 
Sean's was much better. <laughs> much better. By, much a, by, better. A, by a long shot. I don't mean to Per long shot. No. All right. Fine. Jamie's was <laughs> Jamie's was stolen from an episode of Batman in 1968. <laughs> yes, that's why I didn't like that one. That you know, perfect is it's you know that's been done. Yes, a lot. I've never heard that ever. You never did. No, oh, you fucker. Uh, <laughs> Eddie, uh, what's going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what's going on with me? Um, well, I I taped. Sarah Silverman pilot yesterday, and uh, you know, you see that you taped it on the sh- on TV. <laughs> hold, hold on, what happened? Somebody just yelled something. What did they yell? Somebody doesn't like Sarah Silverman. I, I'm gathering. No, what did you yell, sir? Say it again. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? I started doing it. Half- <laughs> I don't know. It might have been my no, fault. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. You don't you don't like successful people either, do I? Um, <laughs> I um, so. I, I taped the Silverman pilot, but that's... What was your part? I, I played a guy in a focus group. So is that sort a recurring of. role? It might be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it might be. But it's so funny when actors are standing around going, you think it's recurring? They mm-hmm. haven't even picked up the pilot, which in Hollywood, they pick up one in how ten. many? A one in ten? That's pretty good. <laughs> I thought I think, it was one I think in 300. It's a lot. Yeah. I think Sorry, it's you're right. One in 300. I don't know. Whatever it is. So it's a 10% chance. But anyway, we were, we were just sitting... <laughs> we were, <is> it <laughs> we were, I just I just love like char- I, I I've realized that I am a quote unquote character actor. You realize that? Yeah. How did you come to that realization? I don't know. I I just have been working with a shrink, and uh, I always thought like I was a Clooney type, and um, the shrink says, "No, no, you're a character actor." The shrink said that. So this was a shrink that wasn't really working out psychological issues, more just working out. No, Here's that a is mirror. Take a look. That is a psychological issue. If you think you, you know, it's are delusion. Certain, you know, my. Sh- well, you know, when shrinks who work in L.A., they will, you know, <laughs> they 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 work with actors a lot. So they're certainly like, there's you know that's nice. And one of the, the first population. questions they ask you is, do you know what type you are here? But I would think that a shrink would more be like, rather than being like, no, 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 you're a character actor, uh-huh. Eddie. That doesn't seem like a good shrink because they just solved your problem. You pay them that one oh, session. Yeah, you and have go to away. come to that conclusion yeah. yourself. Like they would go, so what makes you think you're a leading man, Eddie? Yeah, that's true. And what did you say to that? I said I have beautiful eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> anyway, so. I just want to tell this story that it was the last day of the pilot. Please, tell the story. I, the la- it was the last day of the pilot, and I've already mentioned the fact that I'm vegan, but it's only been two months that I'm completely vegan. And uh, so the last day of the pilot, the gift... To now, the I, I'm sorry, I have to stop you for a second, because you've talked before you've about being You've been vegan for about vegan. a year. No, but now, since January 1, I, two months, I've been completely vegan. No, vegan. no cream cheese bagels? Nope. No, so anyway... Uh, no elk hunting? I elk hunted once from a helicopter. I shot, <laughs> I shot everything in fucking uh, Colorado National Park. Ever, but since then, I've been vegan. <laughs> That'd be funny. A guy who has slips hunting, not eating. <laughs> yes, I'm a vegan. vegan. I'm a vegan. I don't eat any meat, but I do hunt it once this a month. Weekend, <laughs> this weekend, I blew the shit out of two grouse. I apologize. <laughs> grouse? What the fuck is a grouse? It's a game bird. Like a pheasant. Nice. Yeah, I blew the shit out of two grouse and I strangled a flying squirrel. (laughs) 
Other than that, I'm I vegan as a as a motherfucker. I hunt rare game and even rarer game. <laughs> not easy. To, not easy to strangle a, f- a flying squirrel. <laughs> Had to knock him down with a baseball bat. <laughs> I wrestled a deer, but he lived, <laughs> so I still consider myself vegan. Anyway, yeah, so I the gift had to tap out with him. <laughs> so the gift, the gift to the cast was an In-N-Out burger truck pulled into the Fox lot. And it w- it's right next to my trailer. And I felt like this was an absolute test. Not vegan in You could have the burger. French fries, right? There were no fries. So oh. absolute, yeah, they were just making burgers for everybody. And everybody in the fucking cast and crew were just like, did you hear the in and out <laughs> truck is here? And so the cast and crew was all the same person that went to Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> the father Apparently the everybody talks like that outside of this room. <laughs> So anyway, it was a big test for me because you know what the hardest part was was the smell. Mm. It just smelled so fucking good. What were the less hard parts? <laughs> the less like it hard seems part? like the smell is the only thing. You know? Really? Yeah. Besides seeing seeing the product. <laughs> product. I, just, I just call it product now. <laughs> seeing the product. What about hearing it? Get you in and out, <laughs> baggers. <laughs> oh, your mouth's watering. That's funny, they have like a newsy guy out well, in front of the were, in and out truck. You were, no! You felt every hamburger <laughs> with your hands. That was probably pretty I used hot. all seven senses, yeah. or how many there are. Some there are seven. <laughs> a lot of people think there's only five. Five? Is it five? No, there's seven. Don't Intuition. Push. Don't bullshit me. So anyway, I passed that test. <laughs> and uh, it was it was it was good. So and I you feel felt good. you felt superior to everybody. I on the felt Sarah really Silverman yeah. Show. I felt really superior. Did you to just sit there and watch people get their burgers and be like, I, and, I, go, this and I heckled, I heckled them. I heckled them. <laughs> hey, nice job, nice job. It just they didn't even know why I was yeah, pissed. They were like, make... thank you. <laughs> I love this food. And I'd be like, nice job. Who's the sarcastic guy? <laughs> really doesn't make sense. <laughs> He's you saying something nice specific. in a sarcastic tone. What a fucking idiot that guy. He's talking is. about the work I did on the pilot? Does he think I'm going to get a recurring part on the show? Something about him pisses me off, even <laughs> though he's yelling, nice job. He's certainly not a leading man. <laughs> um, so that's, that's what you did in your time off, was be <laughs> extremely vegan. Things. Yeah, I've been vegan. I've been vegan, yeah. Anything else? Uh, yeah, I've I just been doing a lot of shows. I'm looking forward to going to San Francisco uh, next weekend. I'm really looking forward to what that. What are you doing up there? I'm doing a show in a place that's a hip room called the Dark Room up there. <laughs> Why do you laugh at that? It just makes me laugh when you, t- when you call things hip. <laughs> well, I'm from that generation. It's a hip room. I mean, the cats are all groovy up there. <laughs> I'm gotta, a jazz guy. You gotta, you gotta watch out. Guy. You gotta watch out for the fuzz busting you with Mary Jane. <laughs> oh my! The best burrito in San Francisco is right across the street from the dark room. So is get there yeah. soon because it won't be there for long. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name? I'd of the like place the best burrito, burrito, please. Ah, that thing went Taqueria about a week and a half ago. Taqueria Cancun. What's the burrito? Any. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Free Any. chips too. Free chips like. <laughs> they get free chips with the burrito. Oh, oh, oh. They have groovy, groovy, they groovy. a full drink menu too. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Um, 
All right. Well, it's time to bring our special guest up here. Looking forward to yes, it. Yes, we are very excited to have this guy on the show. Uh, Eddie and I have known him for a very long time. I would have to say this guy is one of the funniest human beings on the planet. I really consider. You don't have to say that. Human no, but, beans? But human beans. <laughs> did, did as I far say... as beans go, this guy ain't baked. He's human. And he's one of the funniest human beings on the planet. <laughs> this guy is just brilliant. That's all I want to say. He and you'll find out for yourself. He ain't no Mexican jumping bean. He's a human being. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Leo Allen! Hey, buddy. Leo, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And you are out here in L.A. You, you live in New York still, yeah? I live in Queens, New York. Queens, New York. I'm, I, yeah, people have heard of it. <laughs> I, uh, doing the old reverse, you know. Commute? Yeah, most people... Start out in Queens, get successful, move to Manhattan. Oh, that's right. You live in Manhattan I'm slowly for a long time. fading away. Well, let's see. Well, no, no, no. Isn't it true that it, it, you're in Astoria? Yes. It's and and that's a cool place to live, right? It's it is very, a great. I, I love it. It's great. I, I am very nervous to move there. Manhattan I, can suck my ass at this point. Am I right? It's. <laughs> It's, Fuck, it's, it's a, a country latest. club for bankers. <laughs> yes, it is. It is, me yes. more or less. Frank. But Queens is super cool, or as Eddie would say, super Murgatroyd. <laughs> <laughs> sort of the jazz lingo <laughs> that Eddie prefers. He's oh, a cool baby, baby, baby. <laughs> no, I love it. it. It is great. It's, it's, you, guys, you guys should come Well, out. it's funny that you should mention jazz because... We wanted to talk today about musical instruments. That's our that's our topic today. That's musical our theme instruments. for the show is musical instruments. I myself played the saxophone for many years. Damn, you should have kept up with that. Do you, how, when did I you play? Have, I, I played the saxophone in grade school. I played from fourth grade until seventh grade. Woo. And then when I got to high school, the band leader had a huge mustache. <laughs> and that frightened me. Wait, so how, stopped how big are we talking? Like Gene Shalit kind of mustache. <laughs> That's a big mustache. I, I wonder if you could really get the stats how many children have quit musical instruments <laughs> because of mustaches. Well, uh, let me, I, should, I should say At also that it was a woman. Where are you going? <laughs> it was it was a woman that had this huge mustache. Oh well, yeah, that's different. So it was like going to a freak show when I went to orchestra rehearsal. Right. You know. So I just you never hear of the you hear of like bearded lady, but there's never like the mustachioed. There's never the mustachioed. There's no niche for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I quit playing, and then I started playing again when we were in Chicago City Limits. You did. I did, and I because we had a song that I could that's play right. saxophone in. Yeah. And then I kept my saxophone at the theater, and somebody stole it, and that was the end of my saxophone uh, career. Was I there for that? Did Holy you shit! Steal did it? you steal the saxophone? No, I, <laughs> no, but was I? I was. Oh, I was there, right? Because were we, you we were, there? You were there. I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do I don't remember that. What, what do you I? play when you're so sad about your missing saxophone? It just got sexy up here. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you play the sax when you're sad about something. So I like sax that. Is, is it an, an alto sax or a tenor? It was or a tenor. A I played alto for two years, and then tenor for two years. What's the difference, by the way? Uh, alto is higher, tenor is a little bit lower. Okay. So Which soprano is much higher, baritone sax much lower. Mm -hmm. so Just as with the human Lisa voice. Simpson play? What did she played the tenor sax. Okay. So the 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 lower the bigger the saxophone. Correct. Right. right. Okay. 
Um, if you're listening. Were you a badass motherfucker <laughs> when you were playing the saxophone? Pretty much, yeah. Did you ever play from a rooftop? <laughs> I didn't play from a rooftop, but I definitely played in the street. Really? Yeah, I learned how to play... In the streets of New York City? No, not New York City, in New Rochelle, which is where I grew up. New Rock City. Well, it seems um, like that would you would stick out like a sore thumb in New Rochelle. It was weird, yeah. Who's that kid playing the saxophone? Well, and not Shut only that, up! Not only that... I'm trying I, to work here! I was playing... Pipe down, you beatnik! <laughs> it wasn't beatnik, I was playing the theme to Star Wars. <laughs> that, was the, that was the thing oh. I learned how to play, and would play... Over and over again, Oof. out in the street. Oh my God, that is so great to imagine that. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. The streets of New Rochelle. Wow. Um, Saxophone. <laughs> Sinatra started in the streets of Hoboken, just going down the streets, going two for a nickel, three for a dime, four for a quarter, five for fifty cents. <laughs> <laughs> Six for seventy-five. Frank, seven for a dollar. Frank, I gotta add something about love, idiot. <laughs> Forty-six for five dollars. No. Fifty-two for ten dollars. Frank, your problem is you're too mathematical. Add something about four for a dollar. Won't you be mine? Something like that. Give me a hundred dollars. Sixty-four. Frank, it ain't working. What? You've given up? You just. <laughs> No, do you, do you guys know how Limp Biscuit got started? How? They go down the neighborhood, rap rock, rap rock, rap rock, <laughs> rap and rock. Uh, I'm glad you see this. This is what we. I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> Limp Biscuit's rap rock, though, right? I just want to. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Are they it's from It's a New generational Rochelle? thing. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Well, that brings up a good point. <laughs> That brings up, that brings up a very good oh, point. Oh man! Uh, which is, let's start today with Jamie. Jamie, tell us about your experience with musical instruments. I believe there is a band involved. There is, and I'm, I'm a little bit um, worried that I might have told the story before. So, <laughs> if my, my if grandfather starts off his sentences like that, <laughs> in my life I've definitely told it before. I don't know if I've shared it on this podcast. Okay. Um, but I, You've told this story before in life. <laughs> in life, I've shared the story with people I've. You've so definitely. If someone from Jamie's life is listening, you can tune out for a while some now. Some fuck. Some fuck. Where did you grow up again? In Sherman Oaks. Granada Hills. Same shit. Some fucking Granada Hills is listening to the podcast next week. Going, will you turn that off, Margaret? I've heard that shit before. I don't know where. But I like I don't the know when. story, Al. I don't give a fuck, Margaret. I, I love Sherman Oaks. Granada Hills can suck my asshole. And I want to hear the story again. Ah, you're always listening to the same shit, Margaret. You want to hear the same shit over and over again. It keeps me comfortable. Let's take some chances and put on the NPR podcast where they learn how to fix shit. This Those week, brothers giggle too much. They're too proud of how funny they are. All right, Jamie, go ahead. Okay. Um, I was a huge Beatles nerd from like sixth, sixth grade to like high school. And I, I formed a, a Beatles cover band called Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our first big gig was Beatles Fest, which is a huge Beatles nerd festival. And what did you play? I played the bass. 
All right. Was there already a Beatles cover band called Revolution Nine? <laughs> I'm sure there was. Um, so wait, who was it? Who played the bass? McCartney. Who played the bass in the McCartney? Beatles? Yeah. No. Really great bass player, by the way. Anywho, <laughs> um, <laughs> underrated. Like he's insane. If you listen to like Beatles records, like it's just lots of. Notes. Well, he's milk toast, Paul McCartney. You know, oh, that's why he doesn't get. And this rated. is where Eddie comes up with his weird opinions on music. Like the Beatles are shit. <laughs> no, no, I love to be. I fucking boring. <laughs> greatest band in the history of the world. No, no. Now I, and always. <laughs> bullshit. No, I love the Beatles, particularly John Lennon. But McCartney, not a big fan. I was when he was with the Beatles. McCartney. But all that wing shit. McCartney, the Beatles could have used, you know, take no. or leave him, the Beatles. No, more wasn't Paul Ringo, McCartney am I right? Huh? More Ringo. Uh, not a Ringo guy. <laughs> Ringo apparently kept a very good beat. That was his thing. So what happened, Jamie? So Beatle Fest is like this huge festival. Where was it, by the way? The Westin Bonaventure Hotel, downtown L.A. Okay. Uh, it was in a hotel. That That's a huge, sound. huge that Bonaventure sound. Hotel. <laughs> Um, it's insane. I mean, there's like hundreds of people and booths and events and like the mm. Beatles limo driver, Alf something, is signing autographs. And <laughs> the, the limo driver? Limo well, they're not going to get like John Lennon, well, clearly. Holy shit. <laughs> In 1989. Guys, been dead for so I got bad news. Once again this year, we are not going to get John Lennon. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we got is the limo driver again. He gets just tons of fucking pussy. <laughs> The limo driver. <laughs> he gets but I that, would save he gets up that limo pussy. I would save up hundreds of dollars as a fourteen-year-old, and then just go to Beetlefest and buy posters and. How, as a fourteen-year-old, you had hundreds like of dollars, and now you're thirty-five. You live with your parents. <laughs> That's how. I meant to say dozens of dollars <laughs> or fifty dollars. Anywho, cleaning pools, cleaning boats. That's what I meant. I remember the boat cleaning shit. Sure, it wasn't. From ago. another episode. <laughs> anyway, um, but we were in the Beatles Battle of the Bands contest up mm. against 20 bands, and we're all 14 And everyone's old. a Beatle cover band. Every single band. Yeah. What are some of the other names of Beatles? I'll tell you yeah, this. that's interesting. The only one I remember is the group. We ended up taking second place, but we lost to Glass Onion, <laughs> <laughs> who were insanely awesome. <laughs> they were third so third good. place was the girls with kaleidoscope eyes. <laughs> Fifth place, Yellow Bum Marine. <laughs> Is all bu- all, all homeless, bums all all in the homeless Beatles cover band? Bums I, I just the thought Marines. they weren't wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> yellow, yellow bum marine. <laughs> Sempify. <laughs> <laughs> and right now we'd like to do Octopus's Garden. But first we're going to beg for change. <laughs> <laughs> we are all experiencing post-traumatic stress disorder. So what happened, Jamie? You came in second. You came in second, but we were, all the other bands were like guys in their 30s and 40s, and we were a bunch of 14-year-olds. So it's pretty cool. Like, applaud. Wait, that's the end? <laughs> Holy shit. What song? <laughs> what song did you play? We, we did two songs. We did um, Oh, Darling. Oh, oh course, which is Darling. By the way, that's is a that McCartney a, song. It is a McCartney song? Okay. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. Um, from Abbey Road. And then we did a song called Bad Boy. Which is like one of their earlier. The theme from Cops? Isn't Bad Boy a cover? It is a cover of a, some. Bad Boy, thing. Bad Boy. So you didn't even do. You, do, you didn't even do, you didn't even do you? a Beatles song. Yeah, you didn't even do Revolution. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, if your name's Revolution, that should be your closer. You should 
works. That was what lost them the competition. Your penultimate song should be Revolution Number Nine, and then right into the fast one (laughs) for the super nerds. Yeah, that'd be tough to pull off. Revolution Number Nine, a bunch of fourteen-year-olds. Just sound. Thirty-five-year-olds could pull it off. Fourteen-year-olds singing "Oh Darling" is no small (laughs) thing. Now, did you guys have an edge? Don't sell yourself short. (laughs) Did you guys have an edge to you, or were you like cute? Because I hate these boy bands. We had a fucking edge. Did you guys dress up, or did you just wear like? Yeah, I wore like the worst, like uh, black jeans and a jacket. And at fourteen, I was tall. I was a tall guy. Like I had my growth spurt early. So Jamie like was six foot ten in <laughs> seventh grade. Six foot ten. It's been all downhill since to then. fucking North Carolina. Um, but no, I was. Jamie dunked the basketball again. <laughs> um, but no, it was the one time in my life where I was taller than everyone because I had my growth spurt early. Um, but all these other kids, they were like tiny, like thirteen year old, fourteen year old kids, and belting out "Oh Darling," which is like a crazy. Song who's saying it? You know Gabe Witcher. Oh yeah, Gabe. Oh, yeah. he's good. Yeah, he's yeah. got a good voice. The Witch Man. What did you play? I played the bass. Nice. Glass Onion signed my. Um, remember how the CDs used to come in like right. long boxes? Oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. signed my White Album. Wow, so you have the White Album signed by Glass Onion <laughs> and the purported limo driver of the Beatles. <laughs> Who I'd like to point out just before the internet, anybody could say they were <laughs> before the internet. Are you saying nothing could be verified? <laughs> All new well, it, would be stories. A, it would be a lot easier <laughs> to say to show up somewhere and say, "Oh yeah, I used to drive the limo for the Beatles." Uh, yeah, back in England. <laughs> chip, you couldn't, chip, cheerio. You couldn't, uh, you couldn't Google things. You had to hire a private detective. Yeah, to you had to really want to know <laughs> the truth. Uh, all right, Amber. Yes. Tell us about your experience with musical uh, instruments. I don't play any instruments currently. God damn it. In third grade, when you could start playing instruments, I signed up to play the flute, and our school had just gone to year-round scheduling, which meant there was different tracks. Um, you didn't just have the summer off. It would be like I had, I think, August, November, and April or something like that. Where, where are you from? I'm from Southern California. I'm yeah. from uh, Riverside County. Corona. So when they have year-round schooling, isn't that a, s- a sign that everything's falling apart completely? Probably. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the month that they actually learned the like basics, <laughs> how to play an instrument... I was off track, and I guess I could have come in just for band practice, but I didn't, and so when I came back, I was lost, absolutely lost, and just somehow faked my way through it. There was a big end-of-the-year concert, and I swear to God, I just held the flu and went like, do-do-do-do-do-do, <laughs> like, just like, faked playing the flute, and then I never picked up the instrument again after that concert. Off track, the Amber Kenny (laughs) story. Yeah. Didn't put her effort in. So you were lip syncing before that big scandal broke. Flute syncing. (laughs) Flute syncing. (laughs) So yeah, I have no talent. You were a false (laughs) flautist. So you you really never knew how to play it? Never. You just held it in front of you? Yeah. When did somebody catch on? Did somebody catch on? No one caught on. That was the sad part. I finally had to be like, I'm not going to come to band But how do you know they didn't catch on? Like, how do you know you didn't go and say, I'm not going to come to band practice next year? And they were like, that's okay. 
You never fine. had a solo, obviously. I never had a solo, but nobody <laughs> also was like, hey. <laughs> like, I and but by I the way, like, we're doing magic flute tonight. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, if you would have had a solo, you would have had to stand there and be like, John Cage is a huge influence on me. Like, you would have had to make up some bullshit. I like how in your world they bust out the big solo day of. <laughs> you know? Like, Amber, we're doing magic flute tonight. Here's the music. Get no, ready. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know how to read Didn't music? I, don't I get time to prepare? No, no, nah, no, nah, it's nah. tonight. No, 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 no. The world's gone to shit. <laughs> We're just giving you the fucking copy tonight. <laughs> We're all just in our apartments jerking off. And I... Oh, when the world goes to shit. Pinkus Zuckerman lost his teeth. You need to fill in. <laughs> Who is Pinkus that? Zuckerman. Is that a famous flautist. I don't know. That. He's the only flautist I could think of <laughs> off the top of my head. That's a great one, flautist. by the way. James Galway, another That's two. I was oh, James Galway. Yeah. What about uh, Jethro Tull? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Wait, is Jethro Tull a person? Ian something. Ian Anderson. Nice. Right. Some, uh, He's a cool teamwork. cat, that dude. Yeah. He, da- he dances around while he plays. <laughs> In a onesie. Right. Yeah, not many people can pull that off. Sitting on a park bench. God, I was so high during the Tull period. <laughs> well... <laughs> you kind of had to be. <laughs> There's a space flute solo in Styx's Come Sail Away. Space flute? Space flute? What is space flute? <laughs> take a regular flute. It's what? And then take it 10,000 miles into the <laughs> where, where, there's, where there's a vacuum so sound doesn't that travel. A, <laughs> it's just absolute silence. <laughs> well, you have, to bring, you have to bring a recording studio with you. In space, its own atmosphere. <laughs> in, in space, s- no one can hear you play the flute. <laughs> Amber plays flute in space. <laughs> I also took piano lessons for a short time, but I only know how to play uh, Doa Deer from Sound of Music. Yes. Now, who did you take piano lessons with? Uh, Adrian Pe- Brody. Peggy Gretsch. At Peggy, home or in school? Peggy Grinch. Gretch. Oh, Gretch. <laughs> not a good name either. <laughs> it's not a good name either. She's lovely. <laughs> and how long did that last? Not long. Yeah. I was impatient. It's mm. hard. It's hard to learn that stuff. Mm-hmm. You just want to know it already. Right. You know? Practicing is a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Leo, what about you? I played the saxophone briefly. Nice. Three how years. How, three years. Now, yeah. how come we're hearing this this theme that you know w- uh, only for a couple of years? What? Why don't people? We stay all with lack you? discipline. What yeah. happened, Leo? I, I why think, only three I years? think with the saxophone, it got to be annoying. It was too much of a commitment for me to be in band, and I was yes. trying to do other stuff. I was like thirteen. Life was the got, saxophone life caught up to me? What saxophone was first, and I was in I was in a band a band in like six seventh grade and we played like a couple parties and we played in the school talent show we were called I sang with my friend and we had a keyboard and a drummer and a bassist I don't think we even had a guitar we were called <laughs> the Joey Five yeah. the Joey Five that is a terrible name for a band none was of us Joey, <laughs> was Joey one of the band no members? none of us were named Joey <laughs> <laughs> we just thought it was funny you to call like ourselves the Joey Five. I, mean, I don't think it's bad. I think Joey Five is a good... Because look at the names now. Like, you know, we sort of made up Go this... On. <laughs> well, <laughs> the National... The what? The National... Sounds the like a car LMFAO. 
Is that a fucking name of a band? Yes. Uh, Glass Onion. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a real treat. LMFOAO will be followed by ROTFL. LMFOAO. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot their name. LMFOAO. <laughs> Unfortunately, LOO could not make it tonight. LMFOAO. <laughs> Um, uh, so you so that band broke up quickly. Yeah, was it because of a chick? Because bands usually break up. <laughs> no, I think it was because of people's moms. It was actually because of Yoko Ono. A chick, mom. It yeah, was mom. A chick. People's moms did not want to drive them. I think she, I think your mom should get out of the band's way. <laughs> <laughs> I think your mom's a pain in the ass. She's trying to control you. <laughs> well, she's my mom. Yeah, well, you should look into that. I think you're a fucking dirty I foreigner. I don't want your mom in the recording studio anymore. <laughs> uh, mom's a controlling bitch. <laughs> I don't get your mom's art. <laughs> <laughs> You leave my mother's art out of this. She's a collagist, and she's been working on collages for years. I think it's weird. I just, I'm just saying I think it's weird that you and your mom go to primal scream therapy together. Uh, but now you've, you've taken up another instrument in your old age. I play guitar a little bit in my old in my uh, you do? dotage. Your dotage. Uh, <laughs> you're already dotaging. Yeah. You, you play guitar? Yeah, play a little bit. But you, how long do you play guitar for? I mean, I don't think I'm gonna be performing with Glass Onion anytime soon. <laughs> you can't uh, get Glass. You onion are obsessed out of your head. <laughs> well, it's such a weird. That's like a weird song to name your Beatles cover band after. That's a good Beatles song though. It Can is. you do a, do do it's one? Very line in, I guess it's a very onion? inside Beatles. Well, that's song. the song where they they say the walrus, the is walrus Paul. is Paul. They make a lot oh. of inside references in that song. I'd like to see Blackbird, the all African American Beatles. <laughs> That's what I'd like to see. But I mean, we were talking about how people all played instruments for two or three years as kids and then quit. So, what made you able to take up the guitar? as an adult and persist to the point where you you can actually play some songs. Well, I think it is a good because sign I don't for play you. It's it a like good sign for you. It's a good sign. It, that it wasn't really, it it really is a good sign. Oh, you want to get to say that? It is a good sign. But no, I think I like I think it is a good humor truck that I reward myself <laughs> with when I learn a new song. <laughs> I do reward myself with an ice cream. Mm -hmm. Should should I do? Uh, no, I don't. I'm you're vegan. vegan. vegan ice cream. <laughs> I like how you forgot for a second. I well, do. It, I it, love ice cream. Oh no, not for the last two they months. They have tofu ice cream. It's very mathematical music in a way that I'm I'm not that my brain doesn't think that way. So it's nice to sort of do that. And also, I have no obligation to be good. That's the I key. Don't play. I think. That's the key. And I'm not one of those people who pulls out their guitar <laughs> and like is at like parties. At parties. Uh, yeah. Yikes! But I hate those but people, by the way, because the people who are you always do. <laughs> No, people who are always pulling out their fucking guitar, no matter where you are. You could be in the dentist office and this. Or, or yeah, that you know, seems like an exaggeration. No, it isn't. <laughs> you could These be, people, if they Folks, I it, hate it when you're at the dentist, huh? Who's with me? You're at the dentist. The guy pulls out his guitar. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Can I just get a filling over here <laughs> without going to Carolina in my mind? <laughs> <laughs> You're getting a root I canal. I hate those fucking people. You're getting a root canal, and you hear very softly in the waiting room, me and Bobby McGee, yeah. My, my dentist uh, actually lets you pick music 
and no. you watch a concert like while they're cleaning Are you your serious? Teeth. And my dentist, I made the mistake of telling him I'm a comedian. So now he oh. watches everything. And it was great. Last time I had a checkup, he, uh, he was like, oh, I watched the show that you had over the summer. It's not my favorite thing you've done. Uh, I'm uh, like, you're my uh, fucking dentist. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was fucking giving you shit about a show you did? Yeah. And Tell so, me you didn't like your last root canal. I, I, I big tell him that. Give him a little of that to suck <laughs> on. I take very good care of my teeth because I'm so afraid of the dentist. Oh, the dentist is a fucking frightening creature. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go. <laughs> He's a beast to be reckoned with. No, uh, dentists we'll, are we'll, fucking we'll frightening. We'll come back to that on the dentist episode. <laughs> <laughs> but what's your favorite song to play on the guitar? Uh, I've been trying to learn like things that are actually hard to play, like... Uh, like Spanish guitar? Bar, yeah, bar yeah. Chords. No. You like, are doing shit like, like that? Like flamenco pieces or like classical oh. pieces because they're really hard. That's a lot of notes. But there is a weird thing. Like I actually, I rarely use it on stage, but I did a bit where I had the joke was that I was playing Stairway to Heaven. So I learned that whole opening thing, that whole annoying thing yeah. that everybody knows. Yeah. That was really hard. Oh, it was? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that well, hard I've got, for somebody I've who's got, good at guitar. I've got good news, which is right back here. <laughs> no way. A brand new car. We don't, we don't, uh, we don't have a guitar. We don't but have a guitar. It, there is a thing in your brain where if you learn like a classical piece that's mathematical, you remember it forever. So it's weird that you can... Did you say a classical piece that's mathematical? I'm glad you said that because I, I bumped that? on that as well. I he love how you describe music as, as mathematical. Well, because it all makes sense because it's all like on a grid and all the relationships. Like I don't really understand music theory very well at all, but mm -hmm. there music is music theory. I, it's like, hey, all right, here's my theory about music. The shit just resonates toward you. I believe in music. <laughs> I believe. I believe in music. It's like I energy waves <laughs> that fill your soul. I just like it when it's groovy. <laughs> no, so but so what's what, I'm sorry, I, I I didn't let you finish. But what were you saying about the mathematical stuff of it? No, all I'm saying is that it's like, it's especially if you're not really a good musician when you learn something that's very like, there's a lot of notes and stuff, yeah. and there's like chords, but not like chords like learning to play a John Denver song, but like weird classical chords. But then it somehow gets imprinted on your brain after a certain amount of time. Like we so you're just going to know it forever. You know it forever. Like a baby duck. Like I've learned like maybe <laughs> five of them. And they're all short. But then when I think of one, I haven't played it for like a year. It, it's still somehow yeah. you're... It's like like knowing a joke or like... Uh, well, my father yelling at me for 20 years to tuck in my shirt. Yes. That's imprinted. You know what some other... That's mathematical. One dark side of the moon album plus one kind joint <laughs> equals one really good night. I feel like Jamie's going to fall out of his chair. <laughs> He's just going to slowly tip over sideways. What did it equal? One really good night? Yeah. What, what? One really good night? I feel like you're one. doing a fucked up Chewy impersonation. You know that, that little guy on the Chelsea Handler show? Yeah. And like, chewy, like it's like a weird Chewy. Speaking of chewy, are those mints that you're downing one at a time? Are those I only, vegan? This is my first one. Yeah, are those Altoid Smalls. Sure, they are. They're sponsoring the podcast now, by the way. You're kidding. Altoid Small. Really? Like regular Altoids. That's not true. Small. Let me try one. I never tried to Curiously small. small. <laughs> uh, all right. 
Eddie, what about you? Uh, well, my musical story. Sure. Uh, is Start at the beginning. <laughs> no, uh, my my one foray into music was oh, I, my foray. first manager. Well, quote unquote manager. He was a guy I sanded floors with. So he had a weird <laughs> office. <laughs> And he was a comedy aficionado, and he was like, Pep, he called me Pep. He was like, I want to manage you. I knew he was talking to you when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just setting the stage. This is a great story. Pep, he says to me, hmm. he called me Pep. So <laughs> He cleaned up a mess on the floor, and then he left. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if guitar comics were big at the time, but he was convinced. Oh, guitar. I heard tar comics, and I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> All right. So, guitar, tar <laughs> comics. Uh, guitar uh, comics, but he was like, you gotta learn how to play the guitar. Tar comics. Hey, life is roof, huh, folks? <laughs> life is Come on, roof. that was pretty good. Life is roof? The, uh, the other one was brilliant. <laughs> Which one? The, I'm glad Leo's on the my first, side. The first ahead. one. The, uh, what, I can't I don't even remember, remember what it was. I don't know. But it was Failure, Failure Museum. Museum. That was mine. It, um, no, he said then it closed down. Oh, right, right, right. Um, in case you haven't been listening <laughs> to the show up till now. <laughs> Go ahead. So anyway, uh, he was convinced that I needed to learn how to play the guitar to do stand-up. Whoa. And, and um, you know, so I started taking lessons with a great, with a really good guitarist. And I just, and I was really into it. I was into it, but again, and I think we've already hit on this, the discipline of it was really difficult. Like, I just, I just couldn't, I mean, that's when I was smoking a lot of pot. I was smoking a lot of weed back then, and the most discipline I had then was yeah, if I man. put my mind to, like, six donuts, I could finish it. <laughs> but I could not. Did you have to put your mind to it, or could you finish six donuts without? No, I, I do that pretty easily. But yeah. But anyway, upshot of it is is that I I wanted to and, and I and and I always whenever I fantasize about music, whenever I like I don't know if you guys do this, but like when I hear a song that I love, I always think of myself in front of the audience with the guitar. Like that's my fantasy. Like just being in front of the audience, just like on some great guitar. Like I, I love the guitar, but I but I never learned it, and I and I and I dropped doing those lessons. Well, so they say every comic wants to be a rock and roll star. Yeah, and every yeah. rock and roll star wants to be a comedian. I get the first part. Does it? But does every rock and yeah, roll? Yeah, they all think, think they're hilarious. Jethro Tull. <laughs> yeah, really? Jethro Tull. Um, <laughs> a lot of musicians are very funny. They yeah. Are. Yeah, I think they so. They have to be. The Beatles were hilarious. They yeah. were. Very were. funny. Were very Do you ever were. see that clip of when Paul McCartney sings Yesterday? It's like in black and white. And they they sort of say, Paul, like they're going to give him a moment to sing it by himself. And they go, Paul McCartney. It's like a Royal Albert Hall performance or something. They're like, Paul McCartney yeah. of Liverpool, this is your life. And they walk away and he sings it. And then when he's done singing it by himself, they walk out and they give him like flowers and a box of chocolates. Like it's so like sarcastic. It's really funny. No, they were. Funny. And he's kind of pissed off, but he's laughing. It's like really funny. Now, what would you have done as a guitar comic? Well, that's the thing because you're such a one-liner guy. I'm not a one-liner guy at all. So maybe I would just be. I would have been just screaming with the guitar. You know what I mean? You always like smash I would have just been screaming with the guitar, like you know, just motherfuckers. Plink, you know, plink, 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 and then maybe it would have been funny. You know? Yeah, maybe it is. I, we all, I think, have a natural aversion to people who 
do music, like play guitar. Right? On stage. Maybe yeah. it was because of what we saw when we were yeah. younger, because they were always so cheesy. Hacky. Cheesy. Yeah. Cheesy. But yeah. there's no reason it couldn't be great. Right? Yeah, I think you Some people do, do it I well. I mean, if Ingve Malmsteen had an act or whatever. <laughs> yes. Who? Who's that guy? Who's Ingve Malmsteen is, is a guitarist. He's a, great, he's a heavy he's metal a guitar guy, right? Speed oh, okay. metal guitarist. Right. Yeah. Um, so if you would have learned how to do that, your act would be in a different place now. So, you know, my, my guitar history was, was a fa- I, I also had a recorder, and when I first got a recorder, <gasps> like had everybody a recorder. had a recorder. As a, and I well, was the recorder is what everybody too. starts with. Yeah. Yeah. I had like, one. that's the big thing. You had one to too? With. Yeah, I never learned it. And I, w- I was into What's it. going on? What happened? Everybody all right? <laughs> you guys okay? These guys have been talking a lot. What's going on back there? What are you talking about? Go. <laughs> yeah, don't discuss it. Get the fuck out of here. It's your life. Do it. Adios. He's, he's giving me the light by accident on the way out, which is <laughs> hilarious. Thanks for coming. Thank you. And, um, that's, very, that's very reasonable. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like the I best. Don't they, I, was thinking I don't think they realized they could leave. <laughs> I'm glad and you said something out. about because I, I was hearing it, but I was kind of ignoring it. And I, and oh, I didn't really hear it. But yeah. Um, it's disruptive to talk during a show like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, you can leave. Yeah, and yeah. they did. As soon as we said leave, they yeah, got out. pretty easy. <laughs> they oh, pulled yeah. the ripcord right away. All right, well, we've come to a part of the show that we like to call parting shots. And uh, I think tonight I would like to start with Amber. Oh, ooh. no. Amber, what is your <laughs> parting shot? Ooh, ooh, ooh. My parting shot mm-hmm. is stalling. Um, you could talk about the apartment. Thank you. Is your apartment you nice talk about looking? Jim Haggerty? I have a balcony now. Oh. And I'm really excited about that. Um, what does it overlook? It over. Thank you for asking, Sean. Uh, it overlooks. You are welcome. <laughs> it overlooks poor people. I live in Echo Park now. <laughs> Hello, poor people. <laughs> I am very noble. <laughs> this is called a balcony. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard fake flute? Um, it overlooks, like, it takes a little bit of imagination, but there's a hillside. You can see a bunch of uh, lightly colored apartment buildings, but if you use a little bit of imagination, it's sort of like a Mediterranean vista, you know, like a hillside, and so it's lovely. Because they're lightly colored? Is that yeah, why Yeah, like, you know, like the stacked houses, like, in mm. Greece. Is it a big enough balcony that you can have, like, a chair out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. nice. That's very nice. Really? Yeah. It's the type of balcony where if you were holding a party, like, ten people could squeeze out there and go, Yeah, Geez. it'd be tight, but they could do it. Jesus, you guys want to smoke up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. That sounds what do you say okay s- to me. What do you say we smoke up and hit a little dark side of the moon? <laughs> <laughs> Throw on Wizard of Oz and have a real experience. I'll meet you on the m- I'll meet you on the balcony in ten mins. <laughs> I love your abbreviations. <laughs> Is that type of balcony where if you had like say a Bowflex, it would fit on it? Maybe. Slow it down. Slow it down. It's, it's the kind of balcony if um, I was a star-crossed lover, mm. let's say. <laughs> cetera, oh, you could, look, <laughs> you could look at your star-crossed lover. Yeah. Oh, it was like, you know, oh, that's nice. but soft, what light through yonder window breaks? <laughs> Tis the east and Juliet is the sun. How far oh, off Romeo, the ground? Oh, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou? How far off the ground Romeo. is it? 
Uh, it's the first apartment, but it's there's a garage and then the first apartment. So like one floor. Well, that's that's nice. So no one can climb up there and murder you. Nobody can climb. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always nobody could climb up one floor. Come By on, the way, when they're honest. showing the apartment, they always say, and no one can climb up here and murder you. <laughs> they put it like that, the real estate people. Didn't, that wasn't a fear I had, but cool thanks for what oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, oh, what if I hadn't said it and she had been murdered? <laughs> what if she had slept with her sliding door open and been murdered because I wasn't a smart aleck? Let's see. Let's see what it says in this real estate ad. <laughs> E-I-K. I know that means Eden Kitchen. No M-R-D-R-S. No murder. <laughs> there is a rule they have to tell you if someone got oh, murdered, I looked at right? a, I looked at a house it, once. Is that right? Is that like the Amber Alert law? I, I looked at a house in Echo Park. <laughs> And the lady, the lady was like, <laughs> the soon-to-be uh, established Amber. The lady at this house in Echo Park was like, a body was dumped on the front lawn once, but it was not murdered here. So, Where, what? <laughs> oh God. my God! It, it was Elizabeth Smart, <laughs> and no one ever found out. So, when I say lied. a body, I mean parts of a body. <laughs> <laughs> Echo Park. That's where yeah. I live. Yeah. Echo Park. Sir, you've heard of the Black Dahlia. Well, your lawn is a landmark. <laughs> in fact, the body looked like it had been thrown from a balcony. Uh, she got a permanent <laughs> smile etched on her face. Unfucking real. It was unreal. All right, I'll go next. For, I'll go next yeah, for good. parting shots. And I'll start by saying if you listen to the last episode of last season, mm-hmm. it. Ended Jamie's parting shot. He said that he did not believe. He kind of he kind of glossed over this, and we all glossed over it. But he said that he did not believe that I was a bully. Oh right, her. yeah, that's right. And uh, I've been paying him seventy five cents every week to prove that I'm not a bully. That's lunch money, and and that's the opposite of what a bully does. Right, uh, that you're not a bully now, or we're not a bully now, uh, previously. Now. No, no, oh, okay, now. okay. And uh, so technically, I feel like I could stop. Giving him money? Giving him money. But I would like to have bully insurance, so Aww. I'm going to keep... Uh, there's a dollar to Jamie. Very nice. Nice. I'm 25 cents ahead for next week. But then here's my other thing. Uh-oh. Is that, okay, I was, you know, living in L.A., I've become obsessed with driving, and I complain about driving uh, all the time. Because you do? I, I, I was thinking about talking about driving on the podcast here, because I had like you were driving just, here. I was driving here, and just the people who were pissing me off, and I was like, "Ah, oh, no, don't talk about driving," because you know everybody talks about driving. But I'm going to do it anyway. No, go ahead. So I was driving today. I'm going straight up the street, mm-hmm. and well, a guy. I see a guy about a block and a half. <laughs> That's exactly right. I see a guy a block and a half in front of me starts to pull out because he wants to make a left, uh. which would put him in front of me. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Same direction. He's going to be right in front of me. But he sees me coming. I see him see me coming. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, he's coming. He's too close. I can't get in front of him without causing him a problem. <coughs> right. I see him notice this. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to have a problem with this guy. I'm just going to keep going straight. Just as I get to where he is, he changes his mind and decides... I can, after all, make a left in front of this guy. <coughs> so he pulls out in front of me, which causes me to jam on my brakes 
skid out. I lay on the horn, as you do in that situation, beeping at him. And here's, this is the point of what I like I'm trying to say. I like how calmly you're saying all this. <laughs> this is like a road rage episode <laughs> taught with just, but I laid on the horn. Here's my point. And took I'm out my horn. gun. It's a little bit more terrifying. And put three forty-four caliber bullets turned on the in turbo his motherfucking head. No, but what happened was, as I'm beeping at him, he's now beeping. you know half a half a car length in front of me, and I see. You know how when somebody is like, "What was the he fuck are you talking about?" and they have like both hands up like this. Yes. Well, I couldn't see his whole body, but that I could see from here over. He's got his mm. hand out the window, like. What the fuck is your problem? Oh, he did it? Yeah. And and so my my what I'm saying is admit when you are wrong. Yes. No one will ever By the admit way, that they are that wrong. That would be a great thing that the motor vehicle teach people. Mm -hmm. Admit when you're wrong. <laughs> Just stop the car, get out, and hand the fella at least three not or four stop, bucks. Not even stop the car, but just go, sorry, sorry. Yeah. sorry. I, I have done I that. Up. And at least when someone does that, they like they they do. Sorry, man. It disarms Sorry, the situation. It, does. it, it disarms, disarms the situation. It's true. That, that is that is your because what point. happened was it then escalated to right. the point where. What did you do after he went like this? What did you do? I fantasized about murder. No, but what did you do besides fantasize? I almost hit some people because I was so lost in my fantasy about murder. <laughs> No, I mean, I then I you, was. Did I never stopped talking. I drove up. So we're now in two separate lanes. We're oh, right good. next to each other. I'm going a little bit faster than him. I get in front of him. I never stop talking into the mirror, hoping that he can see, hoping that he reads lips and can see that I'm saying, you cocksucking motherfucker, learn so how to drive, you piece of shit. Did you pull up to him and make that, like, <laughs> that, that serious, like, I'm going to kill your family? <laughs> did you do that? Because that's what I say. No, because I don't I don't say I'm going to kill you. I don't play I say family. I am going to kill everything you love. That's what I say. But you know how that goes. You pull up next to somebody and do that. Yes. All of a sudden, you realize this is a person three times your size, and you're in trouble there. Or even worse, this is someone who's like looking for a reason to empty the gun in his glove compartment right. in your right. face just because they're mad but about... So I'm still screaming in my car at this guy right. when if he had just not reacted the way he did aggressively, I would have been like, all right, it happens. Nothing happened. Nobody got hurt. It's fine. But now I'm flipping out. Because? Because he was like, what the fuck is your problem? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And okay. the real truth. the beginning of the story? Yeah, yeah. But I'm sometimes sorry, well, sometimes you have that what the fuck is your problem because you know you're wrong. But that's what but I'm you're saying. Mad. Everybody that's does that. That's why they should teach you the thing in driving school. They should teach you, admit you're wrong, and there should be like a like a thing you get that you a hold a, up. A yellow flag. Like a yellow flag, and it means I my fucked bad, up. My bad. My bad. Mm -hmm. And then people are like, oh, he gave me the yellow flag. Right. A yellow flag, okay. and then he's got to hand you a coupon for like a lot I gave day. him the finger, but then he gave me the yellow flag, so it was all cool. <laughs> well, like my car stalls pretty much every time I'm stopped. And uh, <laughs> you see... You're, you shouldn't be on the road. I know. Yeah, your car doesn't work <laughs> at all. I understand this. but um, Because so if I were behind you and, like, let's say we were going Your to family Crescent. would be dead by now. <laughs> <laughs> and we were at Crescent Heights, you know, where you there's no. only one lane and you stopped. 
and you stole it. No, here's the I thing. Love how I love you use specific I'm, street references. I'm, if I was behind you, folks, <laughs> we were on Crescent Heights. Folks, where listening, only one lane. Folks listening in St. Louis, it's a one lane thing. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm really fast at restarting the car now. I, I bet I, you I are. I bet you are. But the thing is, if somebody honks at me now, when it's like I clearly stalled, it pisses me off and I flipped people off and that's a new thing for me when they honk mm-hmm. <laughs> people are excited that you're flipping people off yeah, that might be a, you, you know. are becoming a woman stop <laughs> saying that she's a woman now Frank I saw her flip a lot of people off today I'm still working on my song her $500 I'll give you 83 <laughs> Frank, add something sentimental in there. Divided the by four. <laughs> no, that's not sentimental. Division is absolutely not sentimental. So anyway, that's my parting shot is that. Hold it, but what happened? Because I feel like out here in California, and I don't know because I have never driven as much as I do out here. I drove a little mm. bit in New York, but not much. <coughs> Everybody responds incredibly aggressively when you call them on their shit. When people yeah. are shitty drivers, and there's a lot of shitty drivers, so that's all I'm saying is admit, admit when you're wrong. All right, let's go next to Eddie. Eddie, what's your parting shot? That my cat Louie just loves to get petted, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I just want to say, <laughs> I just want to say, it's just such a joy, you know. Like I have said this before, it's not the the big things in life that make you happy. Like you get a message on your machine saying, oh, there's now $5 million in your bank account and you just had sex with 20 women in the Beverly Hilton. You, that got, is a, not you got a message about having sex with 20 women in the Beverly no, Hilton? No, 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 no. That's not the message is there's $5 million in your bank account and you just came from having sex. Who's leaving the message? A banker? How did, like you not, how did somebody feel like they had to leave you a message <laughs> that you just had sex with 20 women at the Beverly Hilton? And did you have to rent a room at the Beverly Hilton or were you with one yeah, of the is guests? This, is this $5 million, million dollars after paying for the what Beverly Hilton? Kind of I, I think the sex blew his mind. Call and leave him a message <laughs> so he knows what happened. No, I may have phrased that Let wrong. Let me listen I, to this message again. I don't know what happened. I may have phrased that wrong. What I'm it saying might be the Also, wrong why do I still have an answering machine? <laughs> <laughs> am I a am I a bad movie that uh, needs lame exposition, or a time traveler? <laughs> All right, it may have been not worded the best, but what I'm trying to say is that it's not, it may not have worded been bestly. not worded the best. <laughs> Sentence together, putting maybe not so good. Sometimes I am at. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, but what I want to say is, it's not the—it's not like having a lot of money or having just unlimited sex or having tons of money or a house in Malibu or just driving down the PCH with the with the top down in your hair. You've got a full head of hair and it's just blowing. <laughs> it's just blowing in the wind. I, I want to stop you right there because you're making a conditional statement. You're saying. It's not just these things, but the way you're stating that presumes that you have experienced all these things. <laughs> it, it does? Why, why does it 
presume that I've experienced Because you're things. saying it's not these things that make you happy. In other words, my experience <laughs> is that you can have a full head of hair driving down the PCH. I had a full top. head of hair once. Driving I down wasn't the PCH driving down the PCH. Convertible with the top down? No. But I will say, as someone that's had unlimited sex, <laughs> that... He's speaking the truth. <laughs> it's true. It's not all worked up to You me. would say unlimited sex overrated, Jamie. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Right, so finish your sentence. What happened? It's the, the very sentence? small things. And my cat, Louie, is such a sweetheart. Like, whenever I see him, he runs into this one chair. It's a beautiful red chair. And he runs Beautiful, into, beautiful. He runs in. Whenever he sees me, we make eye contact, and he wants me to follow him. <laughs> and, and I sure, follow sure him. I follow him, and he lays in this chair, and it's like pet me. And I pet him, and I and I and I've just really, really been doing that a lot lately, and it's it's been tremendous. Welcome to the mental unravelings of Eddie Pepitone, folks. <laughs> he wants me to pet him. <laughs> And I've been doing that a lot lately. It's like a pitch for Let a Burt Lancaster Let me pet the cat again, movie. George. <laughs> I'm just picturing children around me telling that story. And I pet him a lot. <laughs> I've been doing that a lot lately. Matter of fact, when I get home tonight, I'm going to pet the shit out of that cat. <laughs> Wake up, Louie. <laughs> Louie! A Somebody's looking for a pet. Daddy's putting on his petting mittens. <laughs> Get in here on the beautiful red chair. <laughs> it's time for a petting. <laughs> Louis, have you ever had unlimited sex? <laughs> it ain't nothing compared to petting you. <laughs> Louis, I rented a car with a driver where... Headed out to the PCH with the Beatles' former driver. Former driver. Oh my God! That's how you kill it. Uh, all right. Anything. Oh my God. Leo, what's your parting shot? Jeez, I don't. Louie, really, I got a cat recently, which you did. So I, yeah, I, I got a one-eyed cat. Oh, sweet, love him, love him, Phineas. Phineas. Yeah. What color? He's uh, he's like gray with uh, white stripes. Nice. Yeah, very nice. I love the white stripes. I love the white stripes. Uh, uh, was he a rescue cat? It, it was a rescue cat. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, he, he I'm paid great ten dollars for the one-eyed cat. <laughs> Let me get the one-eyed cat. <laughs> you were auction. It was like an auction. Twenty-five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> It 25, 000, 25, 000, 25, 000. It was bred by sick scientists <laughs> until it's, it's a a, in the middle of yeah. its. Uh, oh. uh, they say a single eye is a recessive gene, <laughs> but I believe with enough work we could breed them. Uh, yeah, this cat has no depth perception. Ah. <laughs> uh, but I think my parting shot will be about road rage because I'm telling you guys a little bit. What? I just hit. I, just <laughs> I oh. don't drive. I live in New York. I, I hit a guy. Uh, I get a lot of anxiety about driving because I. And You're people, one of those guys, yeah. People are terrible. At, like just today, even before this happened, 
somebody was dri- and I was like, it's like eleven year olds are driving. Like I they know. have no. Uh, People come from all over the country to not drive well in L.A. It's true. It's true. I don't know what the fuck that is. But I think it's also just people just don't drive well everywhere, but so many people drive here. And also with <laughs> and also with, with affirmative with texting, a very strong agreement from the audience. Also, everybody, uh, this is all well-trodden material, but people text when they drive. It's, it's just oh, it's, it's not gonna it's not gonna end well. It's just not gonna end that well. That burns me when I see someone texting when they're driving, but then I realize I just texted at the last intersection. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, all right, you're like, I texted red lights. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> yeah, uh, right, right. Like that's any better. Right. But I just hit a guy because I was trying to find a place to park, but there's no fuck because all the thing about you got to have a thing, like a permit. Oh, uh, yeah. That's so. West Hollywood is horrific oh, it's, it's like the that. Worst. Even right around here. Signs. Yeah, this is awful. West Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, so I'm driving around trying to find a place, and I come to an intersection. There's like seven high school kids crossing. Fuckheads. And, and so I. <laughs> Wait, you don't like high school I, kids? I back nope. up. I back up a little bit out of the intersection because I'm a little bit in the intersection. They're giving me the evil eye and I back up because, you know, I saw rock and roll high school. I know <laughs> how I know how these things can go. <laughs> and well, I, oh, the kids will just kill yeah. you. Oh, they'll probably destroy. I mean, it's mm. not my car. I can't afford I that. I see change in his fucking Change. <laughs> I see Sorry. change in his drink holder. Let's kill him for the change and get a taco. <laughs> Hold it. Is it his drink holder or his change? I didn't. <laughs> I don't get the insurance when I rent a car because I feel like it's a scam. And it like, is a scam. I never know whether to yeah. get it because they're always like, well. Did you rent it on a credit card? Uh, I don't have a credit card. So no, Me neither. I, you get a de- debit card, so I have to go to one. That's place. what I have a debit But so card. I backed up and I tapped the guy behind me. <laughs> And he gave me the evil eye, understand? But really, barely tapped. Yes. Like I, he was literally like three feet behind Don't me. Don't tell me that he got out and started looking at the scratch. That I was say, there. tell him that. Yes, yes, because I stopped. He's. Going, I don't believe. He's doing this, like, oh. So I got out because I'm like, I'm an adult. I I admitted I was wrong. I was like, defuse the situation. I was like, I'm sorry. I was the high school kids. Trying to appeal to him. You just were saying words. Yeah. No sentences. And, and he gets out and he starts to do the thing where he looks at his front. And the worst thing is he's wearing those shoes that have fingers. You know what I mean? Oh. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm like, there's a couple people here who hate vibram souls. <laughs> they're they're the what worst. What are they called? I uh, like how you're up on vibram it. five fingers, I think, or something like that. He's wearing these things. They're like a glove for the foot. Right. But he's not like, (laughs) I don't know. Why do you need those? What is that for? It makes your foot more connected to the ground. (laughs) I'm Uh, telling you, you got to get the vibraform here. He spent a good, literally five to ten minutes looking at his thing, which I didn't do anything to. So he's looking for a fucking scratch. He's looking at it. He's like, oh, you knocked the bumper off a little. And Mm -hmm. he's like trying to push the plastic back in. Oh, I love that. Ah, he's doing it, and I'm like, I'm trying so hard not to be like, come on, man. And finally, he's like, all right, and he's he lets me go. But I was like, I I I had to say, do you want my information? Because he was fucking taking so long, so I had to speed the process. I was like, do you want my information? He might have been. A lot of people out here like they 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 want you to give them like like twenty dollars or fifty. Right, I wasn't gonna do that. I I was like, it might be what he's looking for. I was like, I'm not gonna do that. I got to get home and put on the rest of my shoes. <laughs> right. Well, he could afford these hand shoes. <laughs> <laughs> this can't be cheap. 
You know I can open a safe with my feet now that I wear <laughs> But I try to do the diffuse the situation thing because I think people... When you whipped out your guitar? When people are, like, overcome with, like... Uh, like when you're actually polite and not being sarcastic, yeah. it freaks them out. I know. Like one time I was coming out of a coffee shop in New York. This is real. Coming out of a coffee shop, and I wasn't paying it. I was kind of rushing. And Bumped I, into someone? Yeah, I, I opened the door. I should have let the guy come in, but I like opened the door, almost hit him. Like it was, I was being a dick, but I just because I was not paying attention. You right. had a lot of but coffee in you, too. I had coffee. And you had I had coffee, coffee in my hands. You're juggling a lot of balls. And and he's like you a, got that podcast. He's you got like things a, going on. He's like a guy who looks kind of tough and older, and he, and so he goes, "You fucking asshole!" Like as I walk, like kind of like like really close to me, like you fucking asshole. And I go, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I go, "Hey!" And then I'm like, "You're not gonna fight this guy. He'll kill you." And I go, "I just made a mistake. I'm sorry. I didn't see you, but you know, I apologize. But you don't have to say fuck you to me. You don't know me." Maybe Did you say that? Yes. I said, maybe we could be friends. And he goes, I'm sorry, man. Oh, shit. And he shook my hand. <laughs> That's a great story. Beautiful. He, beautiful he walked New York away with moment. a life Beautiful New York that. moment. Yeah. I learned, I, learned, I learned a lesson from that. Uh, all right. That Jamie. Was, what Leo didn't mention was that that was 9-11. That happened on 9-11. <laughs> it, it did. So people were a little more polite. Uh, all right. Jamie. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Season debut. So I'm going to um, announce. I, m- I mentioned on the last show that I'm, I'm creating a production entity. And I was going to call. A lot it of people call them companies, but some people call them entities. It's an entity because it's more than that. It I don't believe be called that. But <laughs> um, Enchanted Immaculate was the name. The new what name, is it called? Now it's going to be called. What was the old name? Enchanted Immaculate. I'm glad you're getting rid of that. <laughs> the new one, La Encantada. La and what? Encantada. <laughs> and the mission of this entity is to enchant the world, change the world. By the way, I think you might get sued by a Mexican restaurant in Calabasas. <laughs> <laughs> well, when looking for the URL, there's definitely a lot of bed and breakfasts in South America called La Encantada. Bienvenido a La Encantada. So what's going to happen with this thing, Jamie? Starting to produce big shows in big places. And then slowly. So nothing specific then. No, there's a, there's a show. <laughs> there is actually a show. Nothing concrete yet? On March 20th at the Hayworth Theater, a big benefit for Leukemia and Lymphoma um, with some big name comedians and musicians. Um, hopefully you guys will be all part of it. Can you say any of the names of the comedians and musicians? Uh, Bob Less Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Um, Rob Delaney. Hopefully everyone sitting here. Leo, if you're in town. <laughs> when are you going back? March 10th. Everybody in the audience is invited to You're perform invited if perform. you want. If you have any special <laughs> skills, let me know. We'll get in touch with those people who left. Maybe they can. Uh... <laughs> that guy does a great thing where he just goes, fuck you. <laughs> Hello, this is Jamie Flom. Uh, you left the improv. And, uh, I just really wondering... liked your work. <laughs> you seem like a good person. Honey, listen to the message on the answering machine. <laughs> you got $5 million and you fucked everybody. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that, that's that's the new big thing I'm working on, and then uh, new production entity. Production entity. La Encantada. So keep your eyes open for that. Um, and Leo, uh, I'll I'll end by asking oh, yeah. you. We produce shows and we have a burrito special. Mm. <laughs> I love burritos. Um, you don't gotta tell. Oh yeah, the 
Tucker at Cancun, across from the dark room. Shouldn't have mentioned it. Looking forward. Um, Leo, if you can impart any sort of advice. Every guest gets asked this. Yeah, this isn't, okay. we're not throwing a you in the A nugget of truth, some guiding wisdom. Yeah, any kind of life all advice. Of us and here today. Life advice. Anything. Okay, I'll say this. Politeness <coughs> is mm. underrated. I agree. I, I think that <laughs> we can all be a little more polite. I'm not saying be phony. Right. But, right. but you know, if you... Uh, you mean, in other words, don't say, huh, aren't you dressed well? No. <laughs> yeah, not like that. Nothing that's ironic or sarcastic. Right. But so like, you think politeness is important. Yes. I think, like, if well, you're that's ordering... that's a great parting shot. If you're... Double <laughs> 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 no, again. I... I agree. I, I mean, I, agree I feel like I'm pretty polite, and I think people this is are always... you're just telling us how you give people the finger. I know! Yeah. That, that what kind like, of politeness? No, but, like, people are blown away just by, like, making eye contact and saying thank you. Like, people so often, especially in the service industry, are used to not That's being true. treated as a person. That's yeah, and, and also vice versa. Like, when you go into a place and, like, people yeah. are, like, you're waiting and they're... Like, all you got to do is say, like, I'm really sorry. I'll be with you in one second. Yep. You know what I mean? And they don't do that. Or like when you're ordering something from somebody and you're talking on the... I hate that when someone in front of me is like on a cell phone and like so rude. Yeah. It's yeah. what's destroying our country. <laughs> and the world. Manners. It'd be Manners. funny if the Occupy Wall Street people, their biggest grievance was people who were on lines on their cells. Their P's and Q's. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Well, this seems Politeness. like a good place to end the show. We want to say a special thank you to Leo Allen Leo, for being oh, thank guest you. Today. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We didn't even scratch Leo's surface. No, 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 no. We didn't even scratch his surface. We also want to thank our audience for being here. Give yourselves a hand. Thank you, everybody. An amazing audience. For the show. Thank you. You guys are great. Thank you so much. This is um, our uh, first episode of season... Season five. Who knew we'd get to five seasons? Season five. five. How season many shows a season? We're in the running with Gunsmoke for longest <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Well, how many shows have we done? Do we know that? No, it's somewhere around 70 at this point. 75, 80. 75 shows. Wow, that's a lot. Um, but uh, if you're listening, please go to iTunes and give us a review. That helps us out. And we will see you next time on The Long Shot. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Thank you. For past and future episodes of the Longshot Podcast, join us online at thelongshotpodcast.com.